and not on Washington. Amen. Praise God. So the word of the Lord, amen, spoke to Jeremiah. He said, you go down to the potter's house, and I'll talk to you. There's no word that Jeremiah knew what was going to take place, I'm sure. Amen. And the, uh, the text we're going to read, read today is a, a perfect potter, but imperfect, amen, clay. Amen. The perfect potter, but the imperfect clay. Amen. So we're asking the Lord to guide us and direct us in that. And Jeremiah went down to the potter's house, and I'm sure that they knew each other uh, because of Jerusalem was a very uh, small area in comparison to other cities. And, and, and uh, so Jeremiah went down, and I, I don't know. I don't know the conversation that started where uh, the the potter asked him, said, uh, well, good to see you. How come you down here? Well, I, I'm just down here to kind of just observe, look around, see things going on. In other words, he, can, he, he said, well, just, uh, just hip yourself, and I'm going to make some pots here. And, and Jeremiah started watching, watching the potter as he was doing his best to shape up another vessel that he could sell. Amen. And uh, Jeremiah was watching. Not a word from the Lord until then when the potter, amen, could not make the vessel that he was trying to make because it would not, would not uh, adhere to his hands. There was nothing wrong with the potter's hands. He was going to, he had he'd made so many vessels. It was not the problem with the potter. It was the problem with the, with the clay that he had. And he was trying to make the uh the vessel out of. And so verse 4 says, and the vessel was made of clay, was marred in the hands of the potter. So he made it again another vessel, as seemeth good unto the potter to make. He made it again another vessel. Amen. So I, I, I gather from this scripture here that uh, he, he, he knew he couldn't make this, the vessel that he was wanting to make, but he he said, I can make another vessel. It may not be as beautiful as the one I don't know, but I, I just know that he knew, he knew that I can, I can repair, amen, my work here by reshaping the, according to what I feel like that the mud can make. I don't know. But uh, the story is that he made again another vessel. I will continue working with the clay until I make a good vessel. Amen. Just a side note. Amen. Did the potter make back the same vessel as I said while ago, or was he making something different? I do know this much. I do know that God guides our lives, and he has control and directs our paths that we make sometimes through life. But you know what? Amen. Every one of us, every one of us have the hands of the Lord around about us. Hallelujah. Verse number six says, O house of Israel. Then the Lord said, spoke to, to Jeremiah, O house of Israel, can I do with you as this potter? Saith the Lord, behold, as the clay is in the potter's hands, so are you, are ye in my hands, O house of Israel. Amen. God spoke to Jeremiah when he watched the failure of the potter, 
the vessel that he was trying to make. And then God spoke to Jeremiah and said, you say this. He spoke to him. Oh, oh, Israel, oh, house of Israel, cannot I, can, can I do with you as this potter said? Behold, the, as the clay was in the potter's hands, so are ye in my hands. Oh, my. So the Lord said, you're all in my hands. The Lord is still working on us. Somebody wrote a song. They wrote a song. He's still working on me. And I think it's very, very uh, probably that most everybody could sing that song and say, God is still working on us today. His hands is about us. His, his work, amen, is not finished with any of us. Amen. God's hand is upon our lives. Praise God. God's hands was upon Israel's life. And you could just read the stories, amen, throughout, amen, from Joshua and, and, and well, Moses when he left Egypt. How many times that God took care of them when things were not going well with them on their journey to the promised land? And it had to have God's intervening hand upon them. Amen. And, of course, with the stories of Moses, he just lifted up his hands and they prevailed in battle. And all of these folks were not soldiers, as the lesson, Sunday school lesson was today. They were just men that... Amen. Got freed from the bondage of slavery. And God brought them victory with just the hand raising of Moses. And then Joshua, amen, when he went into the promised land, I think it's 11 different countries or 11 different nationalities of people, uh, that uh, nations that, that, uh, that uh, Joshua, he, uh, he, he, he conquered by the hand of the Lord, many of those nations that he conquered, amen, God told him how to do it. March around the walls of Jericho. The walls will fall. The walls will fall. Praise God. Amen. He, he, he uses mankind, amen, and with his hands about us to make vessels of good, amen, out of all of us. Amen. And you can read on, amen, in the 18th chapter here. And, and, and he says it like this, oh, what I, amen, at, at what instant I shall speak concerning a nation and concerning a kingdom to pluck it up and to pull it down and to destroy it. At, if, if that nation, amen, against whom I have pronounced turn from their evil, I will repent to, of the evil and, I, and, and that I thought to do unto them. This is God talking still to to. to uh, to uh, Jeremiah here, and he's saying, he said, I, I'm, I'm thinking evil of this nation now because they're not, not turning to me. And I, I, if, I, if they will just repent, if they will just turn from their wicked ways, if they'll just allow me and my hands about them to create God, what I want to make in their life, amen, I will turn from the, to the judgments that I was think, thinking about them. If that nation, amen, again, whom I have pronounced turn from their evil, I will repent and do, do the evil that I thought of against them. I'm, 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 not wanting, I'm not wanting to send judgment. I want to send blessings. I want to make them into a vessel of service to me. Amen. That's what God's, amen, talking here, amen, to Jeremiah about the evils of the nation Amen, of, of Israel at that period of time. Jeremiah was the weeping prophet. 
And he had spent a lot of time, 18, 18 chapters, he had been talking to them and warning them. And now here God intervenes in that. Isaiah has some words to say about the somewhat the same thing. Isaiah chapter uh, 64. Amen. And uh, I'll just read verse 8 and 9 here. It says, But now, O Lord, thou art our father. We are the clay, and thou art the potter. Amen. And we all are the works of thy hands, but not worthy of thy uh, the, very not worth very sorry O lord neither remember the iniquity forever behold amen see we beseech thee we are all thy people isaiah was intervening amen for israel at the same time isaiah and jeremiah were not all together amen the uh contemporary prophets, but they were prophesying pretty well at the same time about the same situation. Isaiah was asking God, you're the potter, make us something. And he was, he was asking, Lord, man, we ask you to forgive us. And God, we ask you to turn from the, from the sins that our, our nation is. And I've got this situation that I sometimes in my mental condition or Amen. I, I listen to probably too much news sometimes. I got to where I don't hardly listen at all to it because I, I, I it, it's it's not it's not going to, in 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 a in a in a Christian way, and uh, we are recognizing we already made mention that we're in a nation that's changing, and I pray that God keeps His hand on us, Amen. That we can see His great glory, Amen. Israel here was. Intercede, Isaiah here was interceding to God, saying, amen, that we're just clay, Lord, but have mercy upon us. Amen. We ask for your mercies to be with us. Amen. And uh, there's, there's intercessions, amen, that's throughout the Bible. And I just want to take another passage of Scripture that, uh, you know, here in, in 18th chapter, uh, it's, it's an illustration. He, 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 he sent... He sent uh, Jeremiah down to the potter's house to illustrate. He is illustrating to us, amen, how that he would love to take us and mold each one of our lives. Each one of us, amen, is in the potter's hands, and how he's going to make it is according to our, to our submission to him. Amen. Amen. And you go back, let's go back to, to Matthew, the... Uh, the 13th chapter, Matthew chapter 13, amen, I'll tell you, it's a little story that we're all also very familiar with, amen, in, uh, in Matthew chapter 13, and I will begin reading at verse number 3, amen, and he spake many things unto them in parables, saying, behold, a sower went forth to sow, and when he sowed, some seed fell by the wayside, and and the fowls came and devoured them. Some fell in stony places, and they were not much earth. And they forthwith, when the spring up became, they were had no depth of earth, so they withered away. Amen. When the sun came out, they they were scorched, and because they had no roots, they withered away. Some fell on thorny grounds, and thorns sprang up and choked them. But others fell on good ground and brought forth fruit. Amen. Some a hundred and some sixty and some thirty. He hath, who hath an ear to hear, let him hear what 
Amen. And what the Spirit's saying to us, what, what the Lord's trying to, to speak here. And it's another illustration, amen, of how that God, amen, tries to deal with humanity. And I'm sure today, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this, I think that possibly in this congregation right now could be all four types of soil. I don't know. I'm not thinking of anybody or pointing at anybody or whatever, but it could be all four types of soil. And uh, it tells the demonstration here, amen, an illustration of just what takes place, amen, in the various uh, types of soil or the hearts of people. But I want to look at it in a little different way today because I, I don't know that I've ever known of anybody that's ever preached, amen, in this. I, I've never heard anybody preaching about Amen. The soil, but in, in, in a sense that, you know what? All four types of soil that Jesus spoke of is kind of like the potter that he was trying to make a clay potter to please him. And so he made it again into another vessel. But Jesus was saying, this is the, this is the, this is the very four types of hearts and that, that, that the people have. But every one of them had soil, but the wayside soil, it was so hardened that it, it, was, it, couldn't, it couldn't receive the seed. The only problem was that somebody, amen, the farmer needed to take his harrow in there or his plows in there and plow up the soil. It was good soil, but it was just beat down hardened. Amen? And the, and the second, second one was the, the rocky. And if you've ever seen pictures of Israel, you will know that every field had rocks in it. And they, many times the, uh, the farmer would take the uh, rocks and take them out to the end of the road and had great piles of rocks. Or they would make a, make a fence around their, their, their property. Amen. With those rocks. In other words, those rocks became a fence where where the animals couldn't get into his, his, his pasture, his farm. Amen. So there was nothing wrong with the soil. It just had too many rocks in it. And Jesus was not giving us the, the uh, full story, I could say, in that, because if you take the rocks out, the hardness out, the soil will produce fruit. And the other, other soil was where the thorns and, and briars grew up and, and choked, the, uh, choked the good seed out. And the, the farmer was not getting any, any, any crop from there because it was, they were choked out by these other things that was in there. Now, I'm not, I'm not, what I'm preaching today is they're trying to talk to us about, amen, is how that, amen, the farmer or the potter or, or what the Lord was really, amen, could do he could make every one of them work. Amen. He could make every one of them produce fruit. He could make every one of those soils if the people would just allow, amen, him to take out all the rocks and take out all the trash and, and take out, amen, and plow up, amen. That's what preaching does sometimes. It stirs up the soil, praise God. I want to stir up some soil today. I want to, if there's a rock there somehow, it's hard. You say, I can't take that word of the Lord this morning. I want to somehow get some rocks out, amen. You don't have any rocks in your head. Let the soil, 
Amen. It, it, the soil can produce if we can work with it. Just like the, amen, just like that pot of clay could produce if you select the hands of the Lord. Amen. And I believe that you could say that the hands of the Lord is around about us. Hallelujah. We just need to allow him to do his work in our lives. I will grant you that the Lord is doing that right now. I grant you that God is, amen, is trying to push and to move and trying to work with your heart and mind right now. He's talking to you. He's talking to you. Let me, let me just shape your life like I want to. Let me take out those things out of your heart. Let me cut down and destroy all those roots. We don't know roots of bitterness. We don't want anything to rise up. I want a clean man. Praise God. Jesus can do it. Jesus can do it. Amen. He, he, he told the story, but he didn't finish the story by saying, I can take care of all four of them. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Verse 15. Amen. For this people's heart is waxed gross, and their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears and should understand with their hearts and should be converted. Amen. And I should heal them. The Lord says, I want to heal every soil. I want to heal every heart. I want to. Amen. I want to give them eyes that they can see. I want to give them ears that they can hear the word of the Lord. Amen. And, and so, amen, they, if, they, if they would just, amen, hear. Because the rocks choked it out. And I say this, amen, they, they didn't have enough, they didn't have enough faith. They didn't have enough uh, courage, amen. And uh, then, the, then the thorns, they, they choked out. In verse 16, amen, it says, but blessed are the eyes they see and ear in your ears that you, they hear. Amen. Jesus said this right after, right after that, because he was wanting people. He that hath an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is trying to say to the church. And I can say that he hath an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is trying to say to each individual's. The potter, the potter that Jeremiah was saying, God spoke to him, was, was, was the house of Israel. It was, it was a nation of people. And you can break it down to an individual on every one of these things because the Lord's hands is about not only a nation, but he's about every one of us. Amen. He can, he can make things right if we will allow him to do his work in our lives. Amen. In, in the last few weeks, we've been talking and, and much and even Wednesday night and talking about the martyrs and, and things because we were re- in the 12th chapter of, of uh, or the 11th chapter, excuse me, of, of Hebrews about the faith and the faith and the faith. But uh, I, I want you to know, I don't want you to know that God is busy trying to somehow touch every person's heart and life in this auditorium. And is that the soil, the type of soil that it is, 
It's how much you're willing to plow through and how much you're willing to clean up your own backyard to where that you can allow the Spirit of the Lord to do its, do its work. I, I was amazed at, I, when I was reading and studying this, uh, and I, I may not be able to quote this exactly verbatim. I said verbatim, I got it written down, but some of these words, it says, like, Wycliffe, amen, in his commentary, amen, he was the writer of the New Testament, amen, years ago, centuries ago. Even, even, he said, even Jehovah God, the potter of the nations, the potter of this world, even Jehovah God, Amen. Is sovereign in his work. Talk about the sovereignty of God. Amen. Yet his sovereignty. And he is in sovereignty and entity. Amen. Amen. Means that the response to the will of his creature creatures. This God's response to you. Amen. Is he is trying to mold your life and speak to you. He that hath an ear to hear. Amen. It means that he, he, he is not going to take control of your life unless you allow him to. He's going to push on your sides and he's going to try to shape you, but it is up to you. Amen. Because as the clay was in the potter's hands, God said, I'm trying to shape this nation. I'm trying to shape these people. I'm trying to shape you. Amen. Into what I want to make out of your life. But the clay was marred. Amen. In the matter in the potter's hand. Meaning, Amen. You control what God can do in your life. That's the that's the message that God was getting bringing forth in Jeremiah. And I think that's the message that Jesus was talking about here in the four types of soil. Amen. But sad to say, amen, the sad story is that Israel, he, they, he just, they just wouldn't be, listen to the Lord. I want to, I want to just read one verse of Scripture in, the, in Luke, the 13th chapter. Amen. And if you want to. Luke chapter 13, and I'll read verse 34. You want to find the heart of Jesus. Amen. You say it like this. Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, which killeth the prophets and stoneth them. Yes, and Jeremiah was one of them. Amen. That are sent unto thee. How often would I have gathered thy children together as a hen doth gather her brood under her wings, but you would not. Oh, Jerusalem, you can, you can almost, when you're reading that, you can almost feel the travail of the Lord Jesus Christ when he was saying, I want to, I want to put my hands on you. I want to put my arms around you. I want to push you a little this way, and I want to shape you that way. But you wouldn't let me. You just wouldn't let me. Oh, please, today. Could I speak to all of us and let us know that the Lord is trying his best to help every one of us, amen, to make it to glory. And it does, I don't think that somehow any of us ever feel like that we're completed as, as we ought to be. God is still trying to shape my life and your life.
trying to make something glorious out of us. When I read that story there, I read this verse of Scripture, and I know many times I've read it, and I can look back at my childhood, and I was a country boy, and we had chickens and biddies run around the house and around the yard. And many times I saw that very story that Jesus read there or spoke there. I saw it happen in, in, amen, in my own life. I saw a, a hen. She would, she would make a squawk of some sort. She, I don't know, you know, how kind of how kind of what how it was, but when she made that sound, every little chicken that she had around her would run, and she just raised up her her arms or her wings and stuck them under there and and just squat down and sit there. All them little babies, and all you had to do is look up. And you'd see the hawk circling around. I didn't even know it was up there. But that hen was watching the skies. And when she saw the hawk flying over, sailing over, she had squalled. And those, those little chickens would get under her. And she'd sit there with, on top of them, uh, teaching them. That's Jesus. That's Jesus. He wants to raise his arms up and pull you in today. He wants to minister to the needs in your life. I don't know what's going on in your lives. I just know this. The Lord is trying to shape every one of us. He's trying, amen, to do his best to make something out of our lives, amen, that he can say, well done, thou good and faithful servant, amen, in the end. And I'm going to read some of the most Sad stories in the, in the scriptures. If you'll turn back to Jeremiah, just turn page over one page. Amen. And I want to read after, the, after chapter 18, where he told him about the potter. Here's what he says. Thus saith the Lord, go and gather the, a potter earthen vessel, and take it with the ancients of the people and the ancients of the priest. I want you to go get, get, a, get one of those, go down to the potter's house and get you another bottle. And I want you to call all the leaders and the elders. I want you to gather, gather also, amen, the ancients of the priesthood. I want you all to go down. And, and he said then, and go forth unto the valley of the sons of Hinnom. Amen. Which is by the entrance of the eastern gate and proclaim there the words that I shall tell thee. You go down there and you do all of this and you gather them up. And when they get all there, then I will speak. Amen. I'm going to tell you and say, hear ye the words of the Lord, O King Judah, inhabitants of Jerusalem. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel. Behold, I will bring evil upon this place that whichsoever heareth, their ears shall tingle, because they have forsaken me and have, have, have estranged this place and have burnt incense in it unto other gods whom neither they nor their fathers have known nor the kings of Judah and have filled this place with the blood of innocence. 
They have built also the high places to Baal, amen, to burn their sons with fire, to burn offerings unto Baal, in which I commanded not, nor say, spake it, neither came I unto my mind. Therefore, behold, the day cometh, saith the Lord, that this place shall no more be called Topeth, but the valley of the sons of Hinnom, amen, but the valley of slaughter. I will make void the counsel of Judah and Jerusalem. In that place, I will cause them to fall by the sword before their enemies and by the hands of them that seek after their, their lives. And their carcasses will I give to be meat to the fowls in the heavens and of the beasts of the earth. And I will make this city desolate and a hissing. Every one that passes by shall be astonished and hissing because of all the plagues thereof. And I will cause them to eat flesh of their own sons and flesh of their daughters. And they shall eat every man, one or every one, the flesh of his friends in the siege. And this happened, brothers and sisters. Jeremiah said, because you did not allow God in chapter 18 to change you. God said, you go down and tell them, this is what's going to happen in the future. Now, Jeremiah, I think he went... 33 more chapters after this in his prophetical word, trying to get them to repent. But God never changed that. He said, that's what's going to happen to you because you didn't listen to the word of God and you have not allowed the Lord to shape your life or even to make a vessel of honor in your life. And so in the heat, in the heat, in the siege, should I say, of the battles when Jerusalem was taken, the enemy does not, he, he did not come in and try to fight them and tear down the walls at that moment. They just sit down outside and said, we'll wait till you starve to death and we'll come in. It happened also in Samaria, you know, when Elisha's time was. But, but the sad thing is because they did not listen to God or allow God to shape their life, the consequences is almost un unbelievable and unbearable. They ate their own children. They ate their friends. Amen. And judgment time came. Regardless of our nationality, regardless, amen, of where we are in America right now, it may, it, it won't never come. I don't think to this. I don't know. But I will tell you this. If there's something don't change about America and it's its way it's going right now, there's a judgment coming for us. And it's, it's, we need the 18th chapter to say, God, I want you to shape me and I want you to change me. I don't want the 19th chapter to happen because I refuse and rebel and have to reap the judgments. Amen. One of the two is coming. We either allow God to do his work in our hearts or we will also all, or all suffer the consequences of it. Shall we stand? And I will tell you, I know some of these passages of Scripture that I read to you tonight or this morning are familiar to all of us. 
but I've I've not heard anyone preach about the soils of Jesus and talking to us. And I, when I read that, Amen. I I was just I just said, well, there's nothing wrong except the thing that you ought to do. You ought to get all of this stuff out. You ought to. You ought to make sure that your heart can receive the, the seed of the life, the Word of God. And you can do that by just saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut down the brush. I'm going to clean up that. If there's any rocks, I'm going to get them out because I want to produce fruit for the Lord. It's just like God's hands about us, shaping us to please Him. That's what I want to do. I want to please him. Lord God, we pray today. I, I know that you drew pictures to us. You drew illustrations to us, Lord, in these, these passages of Scripture that I read to you. May somehow today, Lord, we see ourselves on where we are and what we are. Amen. Where we are allowing God to use us. We're allowing God to move us. We're allowed God to shape us. Or we got rocks. Or we got we got some things growing in our lives going to choke it out. You can change all of that. You can make your soil, amen, productive soil by allowing God to do his work. Amen. He that hath an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying in the church today. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, the altar's open. You want to come and pray? God's talking to you. You just let the Lord, you just let the Lord, Amen. Shape your life. Let God make a good vessel out of you. Vessel of honor. Vessel. Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. I know for sure.